Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, a bi-weekly podcast where we take a look at one sort of narrative or story-focused game and take a, a deeper dive into it. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week we played Her Story. Uh, Her Story is a game developed by Sam Barlow that was released for Windows, Mac, iOS, and Android. Released June 2015, uh, June 2016 for Android. It uh, costs about $6 or so, and it is considered in the genre of interactive movie. Ooh, that's a new one we haven't done before, Duncan. Ooh, you know, now, like, I was thinking about it. I looked at the genre interactive movie earlier, and I thought that was interesting, and I had never thought of that. But then I just remembered those uh, shitty DVDs pa- would pause the movie, and then you would click on what you wanted the fate of the characters to be like final destination or whatever <laughs> and uh i'm thinking that those were kind of ahead of its time compared to her story as far as an interactive movie goes i mean yeah maybe i i'd be i'd be down to believe that i ahead of its time is kind of a <laughs> term that i'm not super comfortable using and yeah. things like that it's but <laughs> so yeah this this whole game is basically sort of in the watching a movie police interview murder mystery sort of genre so to kick things off i was hoping duncan could tell us a little bit about all the times he's been caught by the cops hey hey hey, hey. we don't we don't <laughs> this, this i i, I did not know i'd be grilled here yeah because everyone who's listening has to sign like a form understanding that they can't repeat the story <laughs> just well just... but the cops could just like download the episode too though yeah that's true well, the cops would have to sign it as well, and, <laughs> and they <couldn't. laughs> then they couldn't be used against you in court and the judge. But the judge could then download the episode. <laughs> He'd have taking just, this all the way to the president, right? Right, all the way to Trump. That dates mm, this episode. Yes, it does. Well, um, now everybody knows when this episode came out. Oh my god, President Elect Trump. There we go. Now everybody knows even more. Oh my god! If you didn't know, guys, Trump got elected president. Um, I, I like how I made it. In case sen- you missed it. In case you missed it. I like how I made it sound like my police encounter was more intense than it really was. Uh, I had just gotten my license. Oh, yeah. I was driving down a highway to a, our like technical school that I went to for networking. And- oh, man. <laughs> it's not even that great. Anyway. It's going to get good, guys. <laughs> so, so all of a sudden, you know, this brand, pretty, pretty new car as well. Um, you know, I'm doing my 60 miles an hour, going the exact speed limit. Very, very sure I'm doing that. And I have three to four. I think I had four other high schoolers in the car. And, uh, you know, lots of distractions going on. And then, uh, woo, you know, fucking lights behind me. Uh, I start literally almost crying, going, what did I do? I didn't even know what I did. And then all my friends are laughing at me, making fun of me for crying. They're like, you didn't do anything, man. Just calm down. You didn't do anything. And I'm still freaking out. I'm like, I'm going to take my car and my license away. And uh, he's like, where's your fucking license plate? And I'm like, oh, because it was a piece of paper before I got my yeah. real license. And it had uh, flown off the back window into, like, <laughs> my my chair. And I was like, here it is. And, like, gave it to him. And he's like, oh, yeah, just be sure to tape that back up there. You have a good day. And I'm like, okay, bye. So that was my, that was my uh, police story encounter. And I got constantly made fun of. Uh, if you're nice. listening... Uh, any of my friends in high school <laughs> fucking assholes 
Is that the only encounter you've ever had with the police? No. I mean, I've had like mm, like two speeding. I think I've sped twice. One time because somebody pushed my knee telling me that I needed to go faster. So it remains an unnamed uh, person. <laughs> and then I got pulled yeah. over. <laughs> that person's not okay. That's not That person's no okay longer in my life, do. so you can call her a... I mean, I'm an asshole. <laughs> uh, we value anonymity above all else. But, yes. Uh, yeah, fuck that. That's the worst. That's like, that might actually be a crime. Yeah. What? You what should the have told did? the cop. Yeah. I should have. Like, no, she given was her pushing my it. knee down, and yeah. then the cop would have been like, oh, well, then I guess I have to take you to super jail because that's not okay. <laughs> super jail. What about you, Alex? While we're just giving me all the the attention. Oh God, I where do I even start? I've had so many encounters with the police, um, but none of them were even like mildly interesting. <laughs> like, I got yeah. I got a cop stopped me and my friend once when we were biking out past curfew and told us that we couldn't be out past curfew, and <laughs> yeah. that was like that was it. That was Did like. You find the, him? <laughs> <laughs> no my friend did his brakes on his bike didn't work though so the cop like yelled at us to stop and then he just like flew down half a block more before his bike would finally start to slow down mm-hmm. so that was a little bit fun but other than that no i mean i got pulled over for speeding i got yelled at for having the wrong car's license plates on my car which wow. is as it turns out actually super illegal yeah and i was like a block from my house when i got pulled over and he's like look i'm supposed to tow your car and take your license right now (laughs) uh but you're a block from your house so i'm gonna let you go with just a ticket and i was so fucking grateful so long story short no no uh like no murders is (laughs) no murder i've never been brought into question for a murder i swear on the book good you've you're never on like a a jury or anything like that i've been called in for jury duty and i ignored it and i was fine there's a lot of stuff we're gonna have to cut (laughs) 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 Uh, i kind of want to do jury duty i don't know i feel like it could be fun yeah anyways this conversation's gone long, long enough. <laughs> right. So let's let's get into the meat of it. What do you say? You want to <laughs> hop right into the story? Do I want to hop right into the story? It's a let's, question for our me, listeners, but I'll I'll hop yeah. into explaining exactly how this game works. Do it. Um. So you're opened up with a just complete '90s computer screen. Uh. Pretty basic. What What do you think it's running? Like Windows 90, 90 95, DOS. 90, DOS? Yeah, probably. 100. Yeah, man. Something something old like that. Anyways, uh, you're brought up with a program that lets you search words and brings up fragmented video files of women or women uh, who were being questioned for a, for a murder case for a man named Simon. So the mechanics of it are you search for a term. It brings up the top five results of broken video clips. So you might get a clip that's 20 seconds long, five seconds long, 30 seconds long, and uh, you watch them and then take something from it and then you search for that. And then it brings you those five, you know, top five lists. Um, You can search for as simple of a word as the word is, or you can go as complex as searching a month name or a name and it'll bring up the top five of any uh, of that subject. 
Uh, so the game opens up with you in the search bar murder. And those five video clips kind of let you search what you wanted to. And then Alex and I thought it would be kind of fun if we shared what our top 10 searches were past that point. So, uh, Alex, do you want to go first and let me know what your top 10 were, your first 10? Let's let's do two at a time. I want to see if two we, at a time. All right. All right. I like that. That's fine. So after murder, I searched Simon and then lawyer. Oh, OK. Uh, after murder, I searched February because she mentioned something happening in February and then timesheet, which was how she explained where she was when she was. All right. We are already on two totally <laughs> divergent paths here. Yeah. Cool. I like it. Um, uh, then I got weapon and rock. Oh, shit. Wow. I got speeding and six months. <laughs> <laughs> six months? Yeah. She had mentioned like something had happened six months ago, and it particularly piqued my interest. So I wanted to see what else was she had mentioned was six months ago. Uh, see, she mentioned something about not having a murder weapon, and then mm-hmm. also that they had a bar that they liked to go to called The Rock, and I was like, I'm going to get shit out of this. Yeah, she I got pulled over for speeding on mine, too. Gotcha. Uh, after that, I had Kill and then Eve. Mm. I had uh, six, or oh, sorry, I had Carl and then Hannah. All right, all right. So we kind of hit the name pattern at yeah. the same time. Yep. I like it. Um, and then after Eve, I had Name. And then I had Eve Smith because I was pretty much fucking set on figuring this shit out. <laughs> I uh, I had um, Simon and Eve, so we we Damn. we come full circle eventually. And then what I had your, Helen. Your tenth, Helen. Yeah. What? Helen? Helen. Yeah. Okay. I just had Smith. I was like, okay. maybe the last names. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that kind of gives you an idea of how this game works there's not really like an end goal mm-hmm. so to speak there's not really any actual game elements it's just you trying to watch these videos and figure out what happened and you can kind of see the train of thought there like oh she mentioned this let's look that up oh they mentioned that well i think this is that person's name let's look that up right and that's that's really the whole game definitely the entire game uh there's a there's like a database checker where you can see how many uh, video files you found out of how many are left um, the game also lets you save video files into a queue where you can reference them later it also lets you leave notes on specific videos and yeah it's pretty did much you it. Do any of that stuff no i i did i saved <laughs> i saved like 10 videos into the queue because there were like ones that i'm like wow that's like a lot of information but the one mm. where she's just like ah i spilled coffee on myself like fucking who's gonna save that one <laughs> yeah, I saved I think four videos, and when I first started, I was putting tags on every video based on like the month that it happened in. Before oh, I realized yeah. all of the interviews happened within like five days of each other, and I was wasting my goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the dates, the dating in that game, I feel like could have been a little bit easier. Like they could have taken it a little bit easier on us by like letting us know like, hey. The ones with the orange border are of this interview, and the ones with the green border are of this interview. Like, if they could create a system that was kind of like that. Because while I think that the, like, jumping around mystery of the game was, like, really enticing, I don't know. Like, looking at those dates kind of made me just feel like, like, I was looking. There was already so much to look at and to process in my mind that I could have used a little bit of help with that. Yeah, that that's fair. I kind of liked the feeling of being overwhelmed with so much information because yeah. it made me feel like a real detective. 
um, in just the least real way possible. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were a detective on this case <laughs> in three hours, what would, what would you say? Oh, man. First off, I'm going to drop that if anyone hasn't played this game that's listening right now, there is literally not a game other than what we've described. So when we start talking about the intricacies of this, you will probably not have a reason to play the game anymore. So if this yeah. sounds interesting to you so far, go play the game. It's oh. like three hours. Yeah, totally. Not and even. And I want to drop just a little a little point before we continue, because I think this is like a, a format of the game that... No, maybe I'm sure people have thought about, but like something that I experience is um, I sat down and I played this game with my girlfriend and it was an amazing co-op game. Like what a great what a great way to just sit down with someone and experience uh, like a mystery and discuss it, um, finding different key points and like just discovering together. And it doesn't it's a single player game where two people can play it and the other person doesn't feel left out. Like, because you can call out things to search for or um, just figure out what's going on in the mystery. Uh, so bef- I, I just want to throw that out there because I'm always going to encourage people to... I'd rather you play the game and experience yourself than listen to us yammer about it. But I understand that everyone has the time or money to do so. So I just wanted to throw that out there before we uh, travel into the Spoilville. For sure. So go play the game if you're looking for a fun activity to do for a few hours with your significant other or a group of friends or by yourself this isn't so bad i mean or if, by if yourself you wanna, that's if, how i played it yeah <laughs> well so as i was asking it sound really lonely but whatever <laughs> <God>. <laughs> you have friends and the whatnots <laughs> yeah that's the fiction we're gonna keep going with um <laughs> jk i'm very popular people love me uh mm-hmm. so let's you, you think we hop into the story breakdown you think that's good let's do that just to we're gonna give a very over the top sort of view because a lot of the questions we get into later on are going to take us into some of the specific video clips things like that mm-hmm. but i think it's important that everybody has um a thread to work from or at the very least understands the the way that we each saw it and the threads that we are working from mm-hmm um, so, um, Duncan, you want to do it or you want me to, to start it? They're twins. <laughs> That's what they say. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? You like my breakdown? That was great. Yeah. Everyone who hasn't played the game is so goddamn confused right now. Okay. So, like, the I think the biggest reveal in the game and the biggest point that you have to understand is that it is one person that's being interviewed, maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or is it? But, so as we're going forward, we're going to be naming things, we're going to be saying things that she says to us or they say to us. Hannah slash Eve are the two twins. Um, and you don't really realize this to start with. Basically, at birth, they were twin girls and the mother didn't want one of them. And uh, was told one of them died. Oh, was told one of them died, and a midwife it. stole one of the other ones. Yeah, that is the story that we get from Eve. They didn't notice each other until they were they were like young girls, and then they lived across the street from each other, which is unbelievable. Like, why would someone <laughs> steal a baby and then move across the street? Uh, hey, don't worry about this. I'm just taking this over here, and uh, <laughs> you'll yeah, never notice it. <laughs> Don't worry, don't ever come over. We'll go to your place for dinner. <laughs> so they, they see each other from across the window, 
and they they describe it as like seeing each other's reflections and so finally they like meet and they start socializing and they like don't understand that they're twins i think but they like understand that they look very very similar and they start to do you know like hijinks and uh like they attend school they take turns going to school when one felt sick the other one would go they just do hijinks eventually one of them starts living in the attic yeah i think eve i think she always lived in the attic because the parents never know that i thought eve lived with um florence the the... She lives with Florence up until they start interacting, and then she moves into the attic. Because I think Florence, oh. like, dies or something. Oh, right. Really Florence remember. dies. Yeah, Florence dies, and then Eve moves into the attic, and then they start this vet relationship. Yeah, which is real weird. Yeah, super bizarre. Like, she describes a couple... I think this, these were some of my, like, favorite stories to hear. How they uh, coexisted as Hannah and Eve, like, swapping out with everything. And they have mm-hmm. like they use like like a knock code to communicate with each other, and um, like one of one of my favorite clips was, was like when when one of them was describing the knock code, and they're like, "Yeah, Dad thought we had rats, but it was just <laughs> it was just us knocking at each other." I actually didn't find that clip. Ah, I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it's really it's very like Disney Channel hijinks sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But then it, like, gets really dark pretty quickly mm-hmm. and stops being Disney Channel hijinks sort of <laughs> stuff when it starts to be like, oh, yeah, we both liked this dude. So, you know, we took turns and I was more outgoing. So I'd flirt with him and then I was the first one to fuck him and then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hannah and Eve are both 17-year-old girls. <laughs> but when they find out that one of them likes a boy, <laughs> things can get a little dicey. <laughs> That's how that goes, pretty much. Yeah. So from there, we get a little more of an idea. This this middle part is where it starts to get a little hazy for me, but it seems like Hannah meets a guy named Simon, who she really likes, and then basically starts to get jealous of Eve spending time with him, and then Hannah goes out of her way to be the first one to have sex with Simon, and then she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. pretty positive. Hannah's then- the one that gets pregnant. Yeah, Hannah gets pregnant, and then that kind of Eve starts to get really messed up about that because then they're not going to look the same because one of them will be pregnant, and that's not something that tends to change five times a day. Yeah. So yeah. she, Eve, then goes out and starts like sleeping with every dude that she can find in an attempt to get pregnant but isn't able to and actually gets like an STD and then has to stop. Yep. Um, and then Hannah and Simon basically have a shotgun wedding because she's pregnant and eve moves out i'm not really sure where i maybe missed a couple of those clips in the yeah, interim period i'm not sure where she went yeah she she just leaves because they can no longer pull their goofy fun hijinks yeah a- anymore and, yeah and then it transitions into um into eve and this is this is kind of like i don't really know where this stands in the timeline but i'm gonna say this is probably around the same time um, there's like this kind of weird sidebar where um, her parents. Well, it's Hannah's parents, right? Or yeah, well, yeah. Both oh, that, parents, duh, no matter what, duh. no matter what. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> Hannah's uh, Hannah's parents die uh, in in their sleep from like this this weird mushroom that that like they were told that they ate 
but it's mm. kind of like really ambiguous as to how they got a hold of this because they were told it was like in a they found it in a forest but also like her dad like really knew a lot about mushrooms and stuff like that and would never eat that like, yeah why would why would they eat that if they knew mm. so much um but that's what the police had evaluated that they had eaten it um mm. but who knows what had really happened there um yeah maybe we'll get into that but eventually um like eve starts to do this weird thing where she starts singing at bars with a wig I'm, on we should note before this point yes because uh, i just remembered this is actually important uh hannah has a miscarriage she doesn't actually have the child oh yeah yeah when does she have the miscarriage like do we know in the the time um, of what we're talking about i'm not a hundred percent sure i think it's uh i know no okay it's hard to put together a timeline man yeah. props to detectives yeah fuck that man well detectives also don't have fucking like 400 scattered video <laughs> clips of like with also with no questions being asked i want you to guys to also know this that you don't get to hear the questions that they get to, they get asked you only hear the answers yeah which is so like, it is fucked <laughs> yeah you you really only get one side of everything that's happening yeah so um eve starts wearing a wig and goes like to go sing at bars and eventually yeah. simon is at one of those bars and um he starts she starts flirting with her and he's like you're nothing like my wife which is kind of funny well at least that's what she says he says um mm-hmm. And she gets, like, a tattoo to signify her individuality. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember that one. There's an uh, achievement for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Eve tells Hannah that, like, hey, Simon ain't so loyal. This is, you know, this is what happened. And, well, uh, huh? do, does she tell him? Yes. I know uh, there's a okay. specific video clip where she says, like, like, I told her, and she was pretty upset about it. Like Because okay. I know... Uh, the only clip I found of that interaction was that, like, once... Because Eve and Simon do have sex, and then Eve gets pregnant immediately. And then Hannah asks Simon to have Eve move back in with them, and then it's oh. like, oh, wait, I can tell by the look on your face that you were fucking my sister. Yeah. Okay. Mm, that's interesting. So, hmm. that's... I don't know. That's what I got out of it. But that, that's basically the climax of the story, because then there's, like... a present scene which i also didn't fully understand but like so, simon gives hannah a mirror yeah so and then... so yeah i i understand that one pretty okay well. like simon it. simon gives hannah the mirror but like the the mirror i think the like because he simon works with mirrors like that's like his his job He's and yes glacier 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 <laughs> I had They're to look that word up way. after like two hours into the game because I was like, "What? They keep saying that. What the fuck does that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he works with glass. That makes sense now. Yeah, right. And um, so she gives her. He gives her for her birthday, like a yeah. very like elegant, as it's described by Hannah, like an elegant, or I think by Eve, an elegant mirror that just is like you know pretty uh grand in scale or whatever and she just like is according to eve hannah was just so like outraged by the fact that like he gave her the same present that he does every year and like also at the time i believe she knew that um 
you know, Eve had been fucking around with Simon. So I think she becomes outraged by that and, mm. um, de- and like breaks the mirror and then like picks up a piece and doesn't mean to hurt Simon, but ends up like getting his throat because she was just trying to scare him and then freaks out and leaves. Um, okay. So right? I got a different interpretation of it that okay. was similar. Uh, the ending was sort of the same, but I thought he gave Hannah a mirror for her birthday, and then Hannah put on a wig and went to where Eve lived and pretended to be Eve, and then he gave Eve the same mirror, and that's why she got mad. Oh. But then also freaked oh, out and broke the no, mirror you're and right. that makes swung sense. a shard into his neck. That makes sense. Yeah. Yep, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then after that, it's like uh, sort of a, she doesn't leave and then eve finds her or she does leave and then one way or another her and eve meet up and agree to hide the body to save the baby basically so that one of them would not be in jail yeah and um soon to be baby yeah but then but then there's this whole alibi thing where um when they're like well you know you killed her like what's up with that and she's like well i was i was somewhere else like i was in glasgow which is like mm-hmm. a, a city or a town or whatever like where yeah, she city. had just gotten so frustrated with the situation like basically denying that she had um she had murdered simon the murder didn't happen the fight happened but the murder didn't happen and she had just driven north like she just went like she just left yeah and i think the idea was because she keeps referencing the hospital documents saying like you can check with them so i think the idea is that she said that she was where eve was at the time Mm -hmm. so they could prove it but yeah it gets real kind of hazy on what is actually true at that point and also for the entire thing yep yeah it's it's a complicated story oh oh hey didn't mention it to you guys but halfway through the game you learn you get a little chat bubble that's like (laughs) that's like hey are you done figuring out your mother's mystery for her murder (laughs) <laughs> which is like you're like oh, i'm the daughter like i'm the kid which is crazy cool yeah um i guess at this point now that we've got like the really baseline idea the other floating theory which i have seen a couple of places mm-hmm. and also kind of held myself throughout the entire thing was that they're not actually twins mm-hmm. and that they are just one person suffering from multiple personality disorder who thinks they are twins yeah so it just that's kind of I, I think that's where i fall on it just because the idea of them being twins and everything they did was so monumentally unbelievable that it could happen yeah but a person being crazy and thinking those things happened is totally possible and like they were never pregnant at the same time so you know it, it, it just sort of makes sense there's no proof me. for for no. if they were pregnant at the same time so it's 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 such a the most likely of any theory, I think, is that they are just one person. Um, the, there's so many references to uh, like stories and stuff like that. And um, you want you want to kind of talk about the 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 how she continuously mentions fairy tales? Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, yeah, um, let's do that. So. so so oftentimes she will say things like. Um, talk about rapunzel a lot and um she just talks about you know fairy tales and reflections and like 
Uh, I think there she's given like a bunch of photo like drawings or photographs to look at, and she describes mm-hmm. one of or two of them as like um, Rapunzel, and I think she she also sings a song that's kind of like a fairy tale, but really bizarre, but also just kind of describes the whole story of them. Yeah, um, it's like a creepy old folk tale. I've yeah. listened to a bunch of versions of it. It's actually a really cool song. But yeah, it is. It's about like drowning like an older sister getting jealous and drowning a younger sister and then the younger sister's body being taken and her bones were made into a fiddle it's real fucking weird yeah really fucking weird so you know bouncing back i think the the her obsession with that kind of reflects on the fact that this is like a story and um that she's making all this up for what reason not entirely sure but she's clearly obsessed with this, like, because it does, like we mentioned earlier, it does kind of sound like this, like, Disney hijinks weird, like, fairy tale of these two twin sisters who were taken away from each other and then, you know, found each other and then lived together and swapped with each other in this weird way. And I think that that's, like, a fa- could be a fairy tale on its own. Totally. Yeah, they, I think you are... I think that is hitting on the the thematic reason that I feel like they're the same person because it just makes sense. Like the idea of looking in your reflection and seeing, you know, you or somebody else and how they constantly talked about how they were each other's reflections just really, it sounds significantly more like they are talking about being the same person, just like two sides of the same person rather than being two separate people. Yeah. And, and I mean, it also, first off it made me think like fuck i gotta go read rapunzel because everything she just (laughs) said i did not know happened in rapunzel right and it seemed very dark compared to what i thought rapunzel was about there's Um, there's a lot of stories that have like been converted to disney's or whatever's you want to say that are like you read the real story and it's dark as fuck like like the little mermaid's really bad but yeah little mermaid's really bad oh dude the little mermaid is like really fucked up in the sense that like the things that she does to become a human or I don't remember if it's the things she does to become a human or the things she does to turn back into a mermaid are Mm -hmm. really bad. Like there's only one thing I remember is like she had to walk on like hot coals for like a long time to, I think it's to to turn back into a mermaid or something like that. I don't know. It was really wouldn't make sense for her to walk on hot coals as a fish. Yeah. So so (laughs) (laughs) you must swim on the hot coals. (laughs) It's a lot of like Um, gore in the the real Little Mermaid story, I think. But yeah. Fuck. Little Mermaid's fucked fucked up. Um, But yeah, I mean, that that really. That's a strong storytelling element to me of why this would be like a metaphor for them being the same person, but thinking they're different people. Mm -hmm. Again, that's not like. That's certainly not a concrete reason. Like, you can't no. point to that and say, look, that's the proof, which people have tried to do for other aspects of this game. And I personally, I'm incredibly curious, but I haven't looked too much into it just to kind of give this conversation a little more, like, authenticity, a little more interest of, like, hey, maybe this is, maybe this isn't, as opposed to finding a really compelling argument and just saying, yeah, but look at that. It's done now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's kind of what I'm still working under. But there's a lot of, um, like small moments for instance uh, the thing that I was looking for forever was you see the tattoo when she's claiming to be Eve but every time she's Hannah she's wearing long sleeves so you can't tell whether or not she has a tattoo 
which was yeah. like a crucial differentiating moment in their story. So I was really interested to see that, which I think is super cool. The game doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily tell you about. Um, so there's just, and so there's a lot going on. I think the the whole tattoo thing is like another tell, even if it doesn't show you they that they have the same tattoo. It's just another tell of like how they should have known, like. And why did they keep questioning her if they could just lift, be like, lift your arm, ma'am? Like, it's not like it was mm-hmm. in a sensitive area. I'm sure they asked her to, like, reveal the tattoo and everything like that. There's just a couple scenes about fingerprints where you don't, at least for me, I never really got a direct answer about, you know, I yeah. think they were fingerprinting to figure out if they were different people. Um, but that's super interesting to think, like, I think the fact that they continued to question her even though they probably knew that they were the same person, if this theory is correct, um, mm-hmm. shows that they were probably just testing or, you know, looking at her mental stability or um, trying to understand the full story, playing along with her um, disorder. Totally. And the game is very careful not to explicitly tell you at the end whether she went to jail or to a mental institution. Yeah. which I think is also really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my favorite my favorite scene that supported that they're different people or they're the same person was like a, what I considered to be the very last one, but also there's, I don't know if it technically is or yeah. not, but it's just like Eve talking, saying something along the lines of like, all right, now I want a lawyer because you have nothing on me and all of these stories that we've been telling each other are just that. They're just stories. Oh my God, and I got that like, clip so early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too, but it was like, chronologically, I always put it at the very end. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, that like, that would make sense. That would be her legitimately saying, nah, we're not different people. We're the same person. Yeah. Which would be kind of interesting because it'd be like she was trying to shift blame for this murder onto a person that doesn't exist. And maybe she knows that. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. It's super interesting. I think... Not only is this an interesting case in gaming, and we'll get into some of that some of that in a bit here. I think it's a super interesting case in um, multiple personality disorder. Possibly, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. with the working theory. I agree with you. It's it's probably the same person. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> One over to center. <laughs> so um, there's that, and I think that it's super interesting in both of those aspects of story and mechanics. Yeah, it was one of those things that was so cool and bizarre that after I you know, decided I was done with the game, one of the first things I did was look up multiple personality disorder thinking they're twins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, I, the fucking top hit was her story. So I was like, oh, well, <laughs> cool. That's, <laughs> I'm not that's the only not one. what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't find any actual case study where people had said that was that was the thing that had happened. Um, so I don't know. But it, it was really, really fucking cool in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did, in your opinion, how did the game control you finding the story? Like in the sense that, how did you feel that your path went? So we went over our top 10, our first 10 searches. And how do you feel that path led you to the correct points that you feel like the story progressed in a, in a well-mannered way and like having access to major plot points and, you know, having the potential to basically find plot clips that might have told you what happened so early on Mm -hmm. in the game because there's nothing holding you back from it 
except for mm-hmm. you know them not giving you that information how did you feel that the game led you do you think it was successful or yeah so i i actually think the game was really successful at that uh but I'm still not 100% sure how they did it so successfully. I wonder if maybe I just played right? into exactly what they wanted. But <laughs> it, it, I think you mentioned this when we were talking like, oh, you'll run into this pretty early on into the game. It was mm-hmm. a very natural progression of like when you start it, you are very confident. It is a cut and dry. You're just going to watch these interviews and figure out whether or not she murdered her husband, which is like sort of what you're doing, but not, you know, obviously not really. There's a whole nother layer of depth there. But the game does a really good job of in the first videos you see because it gives you those first four videos it kind of directs you to a couple of different places and then based on those those keywords that you're really going to pick out like people's names or the idea of like weapons things like that you'll you'll craft this search where they don't like the the key ones that explain what is going on for eve i think they were very 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 careful yeah. about what was said in those like because the idea is when you search like if the word is said in that video you will get that video unless it's not in the top five yeah um so i think they were probably just super careful that like hey these are the words we're going to use like people aren't going to search florence and diary right off the start because that's just doesn't make a lot of sense interestingly enough you could have searched her story right off the start and you would have gotten it immediately but (laughs) i did not do that Um, which i think is pretty fucking terrible like (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i mean did you do it no no i didn't i didn't even think about it till the end yeah yeah and i I mean if i was like if i was that guy i would have searched her story (laughs) you know who i'm talking about you know who you are out there (laughs) that fucking guy you know who you are (laughs) piece of shit Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was cool because the the way the game um by the time I found that the the clip that kind of was uh basically briefly explained like hey I found this diary that is a, what explains to me everything that happened why I was here and she was there um by the time I found that I had been playing the game for like 20 or 30 minutes so I was like all right this is cool but I'm starting to wind down on it because I'm getting a little confused and I don't feel like I have enough information, and the story doesn't seem like, oh, shit, what the fuck? What's, oh, fuck, oh, shit. And so then I got, like, a totally renewed sense of vigor as soon as that happened. Yeah. Which was, like, super, super fucking well-timed. And then it's the only time in the game, like, after those videos with crucial information, I, you probably noticed this. I don't. I didn't ever mention it, so I don't know if you noticed or not. But, like, there are specific videos where after you listen to them, once you close out of that video, they hit a musical cue, um, and there's no other time yeah. they play music in the game. So they're definitely like, we know these are the key videos. Yeah, and these videos are going to be the ones that have music after them because it's a dramatic moment. Right. Yeah. I'm. I don't really have anything else to add on that point. You pretty much hit the nail on the head on that one. Um, there's not. It's. It's great. I mean, the, the way that they expect people and it's it's such an amazing psychology of understanding what people are going to pick up on um obviously Mm -hmm. names it's i mean names and you know weapons or dates and times stuff like that that's pretty obvious but i mean even in the later clips they use such good especially with the acting of understanding how to pronunciate certain things and like really let those things pop out to you in your head um i think it's super cool the way they thought it out there is like 
a beautiful irony in the sentence, just making sure that you know how to pronunciate something properly when the word is actually pronounced. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) My bad. My bad. No, but you're you're totally right in that it plays with human psychology in a super interesting way in trying to figure out hey, what are people going to, like, what will people likely search here? Because it, it does just give up control to the player. Just say, like, hey, I hope you don't find it first clip because you're going to have a real weird experience then. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally... Not that it wouldn't work. It was just not the experience I'm sure they were going for. Right. Um. So this whole game does, I think, one of the most criticized or, like, not even criticized. I think one of the weirdest or coolest points about this game is it. It doesn't have a goal. It doesn't have a complete end. Obviously, the goal is... It does have a goal. It's to figure out her story. But Mm. the game does not have a, like, winnable ending where you're just like, you found all the... Well, I don't really know what happens when you find all the clips. I I didn't (laughs) find them all. I found, like, 80% of them. Yeah. Um, Same here. But... Oh, God. Okay. My screensaver just came up, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh, shit. Can you still hear me? <laughs> we can we can cut that out. Um, <laughs> nah, it's good. It's all good. <laughs> so this game not having an ending, do you think that it benefited from that? Would you have liked to seen? This is me personally. Um, I'm very torn on this fact. If you found all the video clips, right, would you mm-hmm. want a full interview like the whole movie with the questions and answers all compiled into one after you only found all the video clips no no okay i can say with almost 100 percent certainty like uh, well uh, i would want that i would want that so bad (laughs) i don't think it would have been right for the game because even finding all the clips trying to put them together in your head was more than half the challenge i think yeah and yeah i mean that's that's such a great thing but like i feel like you need that kind of reward like you need that at the end that's like wow you've like i i kind of wish there was something else maybe not a complete movie with all the questions and answers i know you can look it up on youtube for all the answers but i wish there was something that gave me a reason to find every single clip right like I wish maybe there was like this final clip or something like that that didn't tell me the whole story but might have given me a little incentive to actually finish finding all the clips. I think the game is still amazing on its own of being like I can I can come to a satisfying conclusion with, you know, reaching 80% of the clips, but there's a certain kind of completion in this element in me that's like yeah, but I want to get that like that super secret clip. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so did you want because i it kind of seemed like you wanted two things there did you want a reward for finishing it or did you want an incentive to find everything a little bit of both a little bit of both yeah yeah i don't i don't think a full like the whole movie like where it'd be like the questions and answers i like you like you i want it but i don't think that it should be in the game yeah it yeah so I would have liked something that was just a little a little peppered in, like, hey, this is, um, if you find all the clips, we'll give you this little extra bonus thing. But I don't think, I don't, I don't really know what that can be without, you know, giving too much away. So Yeah, I, I'm, 
I'm kind of with you there. Like, I don't want that. I don't want a reward for finding all the clips, but I do wish there was more incentive to keep looking because I was curious, but at some point I was just like, I, I'm done with this. The interface is difficult. This is hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm done. But I do think... <laughs> what what um, point in the game, like what hour... Sorry to interrupt. Did you like... No, you're good. Did you reach like a... Um, like where you just started searching random things where you just felt like you were completely <laughs> like... Because I reached a point, like I would say probably like two and a half, three hours which is like towards the end of my gameplay where I was just like fucking food. Th- this, that is what <laughs> like just trying to get like the baseline ones. Yeah. I, I definitely hit that toward the end. I would say it, I played for probably two and a half, maybe two hours and 40 minutes and probably about the two hour, two hour, 10 minute mark is where I was like, all right. Yeah. I'll search whatever word. What if we just try? Maybe I'm missing a character. I'm going to try searching Jamie. Jamie hasn't <laughs> been said before. Um, and, the, you know, that was that was where it got totally fruitless. But yeah. um, hopping back for a second, I thought this was really interesting. And I did kind of want to talk about this um, while you were talking about the end of the game. Uh, games traditionally in like super heavy air quotes like like you said this one there's no end right you're not judged by your ability to play this game necessarily you're not judged by your ability to complete these puzzles or jump from thing to thing you're just judged by hey did you figure out the story if if there is even a story to figure out and in that way the game doesn't have like a win condition Mm -hmm. and neither does the game have really a loss condition because i mean the game just keeps happening as long as you want to play it and it's over when you kind of decide it's over not when you figure everything out so that's not really i i hesitate very strongly to say that it's not a game because i don't think that's true but it's certainly like if you wanted to draw a line between game and interactive media this would a hundred percent be in the interactive media category i think yeah and I, I personally kind of found myself when playing through the game almost gamifying it in my head with saying, like, oh, well, I haven't beaten the game yet because I'm not, like, pretty sure. Like, I, I don't know beyond a reasonable doubt whether or not this is what happened. So I'm going to yeah. keep going until I find, like, 15 more video clips or I want to make sure I hit 75% of them or, you know, I've, I've things like that. Did you did you do any of that when you were playing through it? Did you feel any of that? Did you oh, definitely. ever kind of step yeah, off? Yeah, okay. because, like, when the achievement post- popped up that was, like, 25% of the video clips found I'm like yes I must find more <laughs> like <laughs> that became my new objective you know even though I was totally like enjoying the discovery of the game I definitely gamified it in my head where you know I was like there has to be something that's gonna like entice me to continue and I've like worked towards achieving that um other than just the the idea of finding more clips which I think is cool. You know, I like the achievements that they pop, you know, that they have on there. I like that they, they give you a little, just a little something that keeps you in the realm of, hey, this is still a video, like, this is still a game for all you people mm-hmm. who have that little, like, back in your head, like, desire to still be playing a game. I don't feel like I really have that, but for somebody who does, I could see that being a, um, a benefit. And also, I also liked looking at the database checker that told you like what percentage of the video clips you had yeah. found it's represented in more of like a graphic with like green being what you found and like red X's being not what you found. I like those. Those are sweet. So did you, when you were going through the game, did you, I guess maybe in retrospect, not when you were going through it, do you, would you classify this as a game? Hmm. Um, yes. I, I think 
So I think the term interactive media still means game, in my mm. opinion. I think that if you're interacting with a movie or you're interacting with a character or you're interacting with anything, I think it's a game. You don't really interact with a movie. You know what I mean? Mm. That's not a movie. That's just, that's a game. Uh, that's right. how I think. But I could also see this being as a, a classification under game. Like if I were to come up to a friend and I'd be like, hey, you should play this new game. It's called Her Story. I wouldn't call it that. Just because I don't think when people think of video games, they think of an interactive piece of media like that. I think they mm-hmm. think of, you know, controllers and like, you know, you got you. You know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, and that that's I think one of the interesting parts is there is like there is very very little to no direct control other than, you know, searching these database. Which I mean, I search databases at work in order to look at things, and I would consider that a game. Which is why this is like <laughs> one of those weird classifications where it's like, yeah, it. I I would still call it a game. At the end of the day, if you were to like gun to my head, I would call it a game. But if you were to say, all right, define what makes a game and then define what her story is, it would be, like, one of those things where it's probably, it's, like, it's got the spirit of a game, for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, I mean, I just think a game is interaction. If you really are going to, like, break it down to its base levels, I think a game is interacting with either a AI or a system or another person. I don't really think you can find me a game that isn't any of those things. Maybe I'm wrong, but... I I don't think you can find a game that isn't any of those, but I think you can find things that are those that are not games. Yeah, I mean, when I say interaction with another person, I don't mean like like hello, how are you doing? Like <laughs> <laughs> that's a game, but life but is that, a I game. Mean, that's, again, and I, I don't want to dive too deeply into this because we're getting pretty far away from her story. But that yeah. that's where I get muddled because it's like, well, a game for me traditionally would have a win or loss condition. A game would traditionally have mm. some sort of extra layer of interaction that is not you know as direct or something like that but again this is comment if you think it's a game or not a game i want to hear what you think totally we'll tell you where to comment later episodes over later don't worry about it later don't worry about it now just stay with us stick with us you can do it (laughs) whatever you're doing you can do it this has turned into a an inspirational video i believe in you do do 10 more push-ups Keep driving to work. I know you're driving right now, and you're doing a great job. Don't look at that guy. No, don't look at him. No, I don't, know he's about to cut you off. Don't look at him. No, don't flip him off. What did I just? Oh, oh God. That's funny. This is something that I was thinking about, um, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it. Taking like a step back to what this game actually is, is do you think the story of the game would have been interesting enough to like stand on its own if it were told in a more traditional format whether that be a movie whether that be like a walking simulator type game where you're listening to audio logs but would anything like that have done the story justice or do you think the act of finding the story was too important to what the story is um definitely the act of figuring out what the story is uncovering the pieces um searching the database i think it's the only way that this story really really works I think um, without it, it's interesting, but it's nowhere close to the actual experience that you receive. 
um, just because of what we've been talking about before, as far as like what's fun about it and what what's enjoyable, as far as um, discovery and um, theories, mm-hmm. you know, like creating theories for yourself of figuring out what um, what's great about this, you know, what what's so interesting about this story, and um, I don't know, I don't think there's any other format that would benefit that it would benefit from. What about you? Yeah, I, I was thinking about it because. I- you know, my initial reaction after walking away was like, man, that was such a cool story. Like, that was a really, like, it was an awesome game. They did some really interesting things. But the story itself is really interesting. But I think I agree. Like, if if not for the discovery element of it, it would be, like, a really, really cool two-page case study in a textbook. And that's it. And it's not something that I would run around telling my friends about. It's not something that I would have spent, you know, two and a half hours interacting with them, thinking about I have, like, a page and a half of notes in a notebook from like various things on the interview right. where I was like, Oh, she mentioned this. I should look into that later. Oh, that seemed like a clip. She was lying. And like that, that level of engagement is a hundred percent brought around by the, the, the discovery aspect. And I had this been told in, I think any other format it would have been like, Oh, that was neat. All right, I'm done now. And then I would have forgotten <laughs> about it like a couple of days later. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't really think there's any other way you could experience this. <laughs> hey, it, it's like if you heard it like in a podcast, like you heard the story in a podcast. <laughs> how lame would that be? <laughs> how walkawayable would oh, that man. be? Oh man, I would certainly not Fuck have that. made it almost an hour in at this point if it were just a podcast. <laughs> that would have sucked. Oh, but if I were and I did make it that far, and I would definitely listen to the end. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So totally. It could only be in this format for it to be as interesting as it was. Maybe it would make a cool movie of, like, someone else discovering the clips in, like, a different way. Like, like if we were playing as the daughter of Eve, or if we were bleh, if we were watching the movie as the main character being the daughter of Eve and, like, uncovering all these video clips and these facts in a different way, I think that would be kind of cool. I, I think it would be, it'd be possible. I'd be curious to see what someone would do with it, like, what a good filmmaker would do with it, but I just don't see the story yeah. being nearly as compa- like, they would have to shoehorn in a lot of other things, I think, for oh, it yeah. to be good. Yo, Paramount. Yo, Paramount. I'll be a director. Really? That's... Mm. <laughs> what, does a, what does a director do, Duncan? Tell me all the things the director does for a movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? No, you yeah. got this. You'd be a director. Yeah. You told Paramount. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, watches over the things. Yo, know, he, he directs. Mm. So, so the role of a director is he's directing the people where he wants them to go and what he wants them to do. And he says action and cut. I could do all those things. I could yell action. I could yell Webster's cut. Webster's Dictionary defines director as... Uh, yeah, no, you'd be a great director. I'd be curious to see that movie for you, for sure. Thank you. Thank no you. No problem. You've got a bright future ahead of you, young man. So... <laughs> So derailing from that shit conversation, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's there's so what we ta- what we gave you in this game in our starter breakdown, I believe is like the base. Believe it or not, like really like what you can understand in the most base levels. But I think the uh, creator of this game, Sam Barlow, Sam Barlow, threw threw in some very subtle details that. I don't think the general eye like me or you would notice, but someone who got more obsessive with the game or um, understanding on a deeper level, which 
goddamn do I appreciate because I didn't look too hard in the subreddit of this game. Uh, but what I could see, some crazy shit going down of people like really evaluating this timeline, really evaluating, um, you know, some things from as far as drink choices mm-hmm. uh, between even Hannah to like understanding the knock code because there's a point in the game where she goes, oh, why did you tell him about Eve? Why did you tell him about Eve? And then she goes like puts her head down and then she and like does this like weird knocking thing and people think that that's the knock code which is uh, probably Mm -hmm. is and stuff like that so um so much more deepness to the game uh which i think is cool but i also think that this game without that those those details that i feel like i'm not gonna ever go into could have been a little bit shorter and i think that some of the um some of the clips were a little irrelevant, but still fun to find. Did you? How were, did you have any specific feelings on that, one way or another? I, I, I would say I, I disagree with the idea that it could have been at all better. Um, I think the the depth of it, the things like drink choice, because you know, in every one of the interviews, she orders a drink and she orders a you know coffee or tea or one sugar or no sugars, things like that, which are all subtle clues to finding out the larger mystery of whether or not it's one or multiple people. Um, the com- the not code, like all of that is incredibly, uh, A, it's interesting. B, it gives me a lot more of a feeling that there's depth to the game that I'm not understanding, which is really cool. I really like that idea of feeling like, oh yeah, I sort of know what's going on, but there's definitely another layer above this that I don't understand. Like, I love right. that. And then, also, I think to some extent it makes it feel significantly more real, right? Because if they stripped away all of that, if they stripped away all the the little details, the intricacies that you can but don't have to focus on, it would seem almost unnaturally streamlined. Whereas like this, it really felt like you were watching the interviews. Totally. Which is which is super, super cool. I, I kind of put that question out there because I feel like it may have been something that, that I thought of at some point. But, like, overall arcing, I don't agree with. Because um, I I think having just this, like, well-thought-out story of all these, like, crazy elements, but they all connect in a really cool way, and, like, understanding those is really neat. But I do think that, and I'll say this now, I do think there are some games that try and throw in those things, but fail so miserably. Mm-hmm. And, like, being like, hey, we have all this, like, hidden depth, and there's all this secret stuff that you don't know about but it's like who cares you know what i mean like it really i i guess it's more of a personal thing where i get like that but i feel like with a game that's all about this like detective feeling it's so it works so well yeah Um, i i think the the key is that it's done so it feels natural right because you never know whether you're latching onto something that is important or not because it might not be important and that's probably how real detectives feel i don't know i don't fucking know but <laughs> um, yeah i mean i've never been a det- i mean i've played la noir oh, wow. you're already a step ahead of me um uh hey have you played la, noir, played LA noir before you gonna because this game made me feel more like a detective than that <laughs> game ever will and i feel like this game not like talking shit to the game or anything like that i think this game was made like a like a billion times less than la noir was yeah and i think this game made me feel a lot more like a detective than that it one really did. it 
it did hit that a lot. So it just goes to show you budget's not everything, but um, yeah, totally. Even totally. some of those like irrelevant clips, like there was a clip um, where Hannah was talking about a job that she took at the time. And I remember very distinctly because I was watching her talk for like 30 seconds and she kept looking down and putting her hands over her mouth. And I tagged that clip with lying question mark because I was like, Oh, that <laughs> seems like she wasn't telling the truth there based on her body language. But also at the end I was like, well, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to tie that to that would make, give it any relevance. So I'm going to ignore it. But also yeah. it, you know, it makes me trust her character slightly less. Yeah. Definitely. And um, that's really cool. Did you notice she talked a lot about blondes? No, I didn't. She talks a lot about how much she doesn't like blondes. Well, or like the wig <laughs> that Eve wears is blonde, right? Oh, shit. I think I'm so. pretty sure. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they say it's a blonde because I, I mean, she's got dark hair. It would be kind of stupid to wear a different color wig. I've got I've got this person who made a very nice timeline <laughs> that I totally have never looked at. Uh, let's see if they mention Is it on a Reddit thread? Yep, you're right. It's a blonde right, it's wig. It's on a Reddit thread. A credit. Uh, oh, it's on Reddit. It was uh, created by Joey Swearwords. <laughs> I, I did not read this entirely. I, I referenced it like twice just because I wanted to figure something out. But it, if you want to check it out, it's on the like top of all time on her story. It's literally a full breakdown of the entire timeline. I think he gives like a theory. Oh, yeah. I'll probably check that out myself. Um. This is something I was yeah, just this. thinking about. I was actually curious. I don't you, I mean, I don't know it. I'm you probably don't know it because your degree is not in like abnormal psychology. But do you know traditionally <laughs> people who have? Um, <laughs> hold on, hold up, hold up. Is your is your um is your degree in that? No, well, I don't know it, so it doesn't have to be. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> okay. I might get okay. you don't you don't know me. Um, do you know, like, or Sorry. do you have any idea? People who have multiple personalities disorder, which I don't think is the technical term for it, do they typically know they have that, or do they think they're normal? I think because well, Hannah references so, Eve, so she knows Eve exists. I think that's based on the levels. And for please forgive me, anyone out there with any kind of mental disorder, I I don't know what I'm fully talking about. This is just a guess. Um. I think it's based on the level of disorder you have and how strong it is in you. Because I know people who, like I've seen people on YouTube, for example, that claim to have multiple personalities and they don't really call it a disorder, but they know that they have it. So it's kind of like having like a functioning version of a disability or, you know, whatever you would want to call it, um, where you know that you have this thing going on with you and you've come to an acceptance and you either work with it, you know, or push it away. And there's a high possibility that Eve slash Hannah is working with this, um, uh, you know, mental issue that she's having either to create this story where she knows what's going Mm -hmm. on or she's just flat out doesn't know. And it's just this like, crazy thing where she one morning she wakes up and she thinks she's eve or she sees eve i guess i should say or sees mm. hannah um hmm. so that's 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 an interesting thought to think does she know or is she just fucking with you my opinion is i think she's just messing with you i think she knows that eve slash hannah isn't real and she knows that 
you know, the, that these, these, cause it's this, the quote that you brought up that like, when she says, these are just stories, yeah. like, you know, um, I think she knows, but is also, you know, suffers from that feeling. Gotcha. All right. I'm, I'm very interested I, to lend more. This, these are literally things that I'm thinking of right now as we're having this discussion because it is a cool totally. game, but I, I, it also seems very bizarre to me if they are two different people that Eve would be the super outgoing one, given her history where she was basically locked in a house for her whole life until Florence died. Like, it seems like she would be the one that is very uh, kept to herself or, you know, she's dealing with a lot of things. But instead, right. she's the one that's like, oh, really good yeah. at flirting with boys and making friends and plays music publicly. And it's like, well, that seems like something you would just like that seems more likely to be a personality that Hannah made up for herself because she is deficient in those areas than it would be somebody who went through that that sort of mental anguish when they were younger. Yeah, totally. Do you think <laughs> do you think if we're running on the theory of like of mm-hmm. that she is one person. And we could be wrong. Do you think she could just very much be wrong? Yeah, we could totally be wrong. But running under that theory, because it's just interesting to me we have a little bit of mm-hmm. time. Um do you think that when she said, hey you know, I put or Eve put this wig on and tricked Simon, and like he flirted with her. Do you think we're gonna run under the basis that Hannah is the one person and Eve is made up? Um, well, do you that, think? Okay, I'm gonna run under That's that basis. Just, just like for the a sake weird of the story. way to describe somebody who both of them are a section of their personality. I guess, but we're gonna call. <sighs> Yeah, Hannah being the right. yeah. I, I mean, I guess Hannah would be the name that she was given. <laughs> yeah. So so we're, yeah. Her I'll legal that. name. Do you think Hannah? Yeah. Her her legal. Um. Do you think Hannah put on a wig and sung there while he left? Like they left at the same time, or do you think she just flat out made up that story? See, that's that's the part where it gets real fucking confusing, and I don't actually have any idea. Because yeah. like, if she did put on a wig, then like. How the fuck does Simon not realize? Or is he just like yeah, trolling and is like, "Lol, yeah. you're you're much cuter than my wife." <laughs> and then she was like, was "Like, oh, he's just fucking. He's gonna cheat on her." But really, he, you know, I don't know. That's that's the part for me where it gets the stickiest. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, do you think that? How long? <laughs> how long do you think two twins living in the same house who are approximately eight years old i would think like how long do you think that that would last like two twins pretending to be one person no fucking physical (laughs) way it is not possible and they say their mom caught them once and was like oh you should be ready for school and then like eve ran into the room and hannah popped out like four seconds later fully clothed but oh yeah oh Dude, see, that just sounds like such yeah, a fairy that sounds tale. Like you know, it sounds up. like such a Disney yeah, moment. Yeah, like a fairy tale you would read if you had a bad home life or something and you wanted to escape. And this is like, it's. it's what, Disney's not real. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the one to break to everyone, but Disney's whoa, not real. Whoa, 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 whoa. Goofy movie ain't real? <laughs> no, that one's real. You got no, me. No, that one's a documentary. Me. But the rest of them. Oh. Lizzie McGuire movie didn't actually happen. Hate to break it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> But the Goofy movie, <laughs> you're trying to sit here and tell me that the Goofy movie ain't real. Um, I'm just, yeah, that's good. Thank God. <laughs> we got that out of the way. We finally covered that. I was afraid. Yeah, but super unrealistic. I really don't think that there's any way that that reality could have existed where 
what did they they talked a lot about a dollhouse? Yeah, there was a dollhouse in the attic. That yeah, Eve and she with. she says that they yeah, and they said that they like she was always talking about moving the dollhouse. When I first started, like first started my like probably thirty minutes in, I was really obsessed with that dollhouse because I thought it had like some kind of a significance to their relationship or something like that. But I don't really, I didn't really figure it out. I think it's just another one of those metaphors, but I don't understand that metaphor too well without thinking about it. So I'm yeah. not gonna, <laughs> not gonna make an idiot of myself and try and guess at what it yeah. is. Yeah, I think all these like these me asking like all these questions are just a super like metaphor for like how crazy this game is when you can have discussions. Cause like me and uh, me and Stephanie, my girlfriend just like went back and forth, back and forth, like all the time on this show, just like being like, well, what about this? What about this clip? You know, like, do you think this has significance? What should we search for next? And it was just such a cool experience um, to either just have, you know, I'm, I'm sure I would have just thought of those internally or anything like that, but like it, it feels like they could have thrown in red herrings, mm. but it doesn't feel like anything's a red herring. It all feels significant in a greater scale, yeah. which is awesome. Mad, mad props for that. Uh, and I, you, mm-hmm. you mentioning that, like, it sounds like this game would have been a phenomenal co-op experience. Yeah, it was great. It was really yeah. cool. It's something that I think probably made the game more fun for me uh, than it actually was. Uh, but I still think it would be a great game, even if I played by my. I did play by myself for like 20 minutes. And then I like erase my data and then replay yeah, with her. So that's legit. I let her do the top ten searches. So sorry, sorry, the top ten searches not legitimate. They're not. God mine. damn it! Now we have to remove that section from the podcast for legal reasons. Oh god, <sighs> legal reasons. <laughs> Hope you're happy, Duncan. <laughs> Someone's gonna fucking sue. Uh, I, yeah. I, going back to how them being two people is impossible. They kept talking about like, oh, one day she went out and got a like a bruise on her face or something by doing something. I forget what it was. Uh, did something stupid, like got hit with mm-hmm. a door or maybe got hit by a person. I don't remember. But then they were like, oh, yeah, in order sure. to make this work, then she had to come and punch me in the face. And I'm like, those those <laughs> bruises aren't going to look the same, guys. Like, yeah. that's not how yeah, that's going to work. Also, being, being a master at writing sitcoms, <laughs> why wouldn't she, instead of just punching the other person in the face... Why wouldn't you just try and hide the bruise with, like, concealer? Um, they'd probably seen sitcoms and know that that blows up in your face. <laughs> how? Well, first off, how much concealer do they really have, you know? Why wouldn't they have I concealer? I mean, just how much do they have? Can't go to your mom and be like, I need more concealer because I've been using it for no reason. <laughs> like, they're eight. They can't <laughs> buy more. Eh, well, they could steal well, money. That's dark. Now these <laughs> children are thieves? <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was a murder mystery with with multiple possible multiple personality disorder with a daughter figuring out how crazy her mom was? That was that was lighthearted for you, but oh, kids stealing fucking how much is concealer? Like four dollars? I'm not going on this crayon bullshit again, so don't even fuck <laughs> Hold on, hold on, I'm gonna go on Amazon and look how much concealer is. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, check out our Papers, Please episode. We argue about crayons and how much Too they are. Long. <laughs> too long. Too <laughs> long. Uh, speaking of too long, you have anything else to say? I, I don't. I think this? given the length of this game, we've, we've covered a lot of the, the, the topics and points really well. Again, I would 
you know, it was a super, super interesting game. I'd never played something with this format before from, like, five minutes in. I was hooked. So, um, Totally hooked. Sorry, we can't really – I would be like, go out and play this game. But if you reach this point, there's really no point. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, you could do it. It's you could. Bucks, hey, it's a hey. cool experience, but yeah, you should have stopped. I, w- I would think, you know, um, going on that, like, oh, it's a really good co-op game experience to play. Have someone else play it. Like, if you listen to this, have someone else play and watch them experience this and be like, I don't know, I don't know. Lie to them. It's cool to lie to that's your friends. A really, well, <laughs> I was going to say that's a really good idea, but you fucked that one for me, didn't you? Also, um, the average <laughs> price for like low quality concealer on Amazon is five dollars. So nice job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, they would need a high quality concealer if they're going to try and pull off the. They twins. can't afford a high quality concealer, Duncan. Well, who can? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> and I'm using a lot of concealer because I got a secret twin I'm hiding up in my attic, and we're trying to cover each other's bruises. I'm using a lot of concealer because, man, my face just—it's not. It needs to hide. I need a different face. So every morning I put on $20 of concealer and then draw on a face. <laughs> Even on your lips, Especially man. Especially on my like lips. Like in your eyes. Yeah. I mean, I just buy a concealer for a whole different skin tone. Like, you know. <laughs> I, was a, that was, I was about mm, to make a black. No. No. Bad, Duncan. Bad. No. Not Okay. <laughs> Not okay. Hey guys, I'm <laughs> Alex. Why don't, why, don't, why don't you change this? <laughs> why don't you tell the good people out there, no matter no matter what race they are or gender or anything, what how to reach us, how to uh, how to hang, how to how to. Speak for, to us, we got to do damage like, control for twenty seconds, Duncan. That's what we got to do right now, and say that like it's you know it was a funny goof that Duncan accidentally goofed up on, but for real, like race, yeah. gender, however you identify, that it's a hundred percent cool with us. No prejudice, no yeah, judgment. Totally. You know, we're all people. We're all humans. It's an important message to get across in this the trying times of yes. our lives. Um, yeah, this especially right now. Yeah, it, I'm not no. gonna get. Let's make a political episode, but not. Really. Yeah, let's never. Um, totally. Let's never. Totally. Yeah. Um, so you know, you know, saying. you get it. Um, if you do want to reach us, if you have more thoughts about her story, if you want to send Duncan hate mail, you know, <laughs> whatever you gotta do, uh, you can reach us at thoughts from player one, all spelled out at gmail dot com, um, or. Mm-hmm. At thoughts from P one on Twitter, where the yeah, number the number one. one, where we will occasionally tweet when we release new episodes, and that's so far historically been it. But we, you know, we might hit it hard from here on out. Who knows? You know, you don't know. Uh, I'd like to post some memes. <laughs> that's a that's a twenty sixteen ass hey. thing to say. Hey, hey, I'm not posting memes. Uh. So so yeah, um, yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Send us an email. Let us know what you want us to play, what you want us to talk about. We'll try. We'll do our best. No, super this um, week, if you have let any us criticism. know what you want us to play. Hey, yeah. If you've got a quick suggestion for within the next like couple days, let us know. Because usually we let people know what we're going to be playing next. But this time, we're going to leave it up to chance. It's going to be a mystery mm-hmm. for those of you we in. just really wanted to fly by the seat of our pants this time. That's the only reason this is happening. Excuse me? What? Fly by the, the what? Seat of your pants? 
seat of my pants? The seat of your pants. Oh, I thought she said the seed. <laughs> I was... <laughs> no, no. I thought it was going to be another horse of peace moment where I had to have you explain what the fuck that means. Oh. I was very afraid it was going to be one of those moments, too. But it seems like crisis averted. <laughs> Thank God. Um, well, guys, that's been thoughts from player one on her story. Tune us in. <laughs> tune in next time where we play a mystery game. We'll figure it out. You'll you read the title. You'll know. Um, but, yeah. Dead. See you guys That'll next time. That'll do it. It's not a good closer. We should we should have prepped a closing statement or something. Oh no! No! Oh, <laughs> oh no, wait, no. wait! 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 Guys! Guys! It's not over yet! It's not over yet! Thanks for doing business with you. I almost forgot. You could have let you have me almost have. forgot like three episodes now. All right. It's like you you don't even deserve that catchphrase anymore. <laughs> thanks for thanks for sticking with us. Don't thanks, for doing business. thanks for uh, thank, thanks for uh, sticking with me here, buddy. I love you. Not really. If you're listening, I love you. We got all that. No, I'm not. I love you, Alex. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all right, we're done. <laughs> very full. So I'm gonna take my belt off because it's oh my god, my stomach. I <laughs> ah, just, just gotta take it all off, Duncan. <laughs> gotta take it all off. Oh yeah, right, good. That's how we do it in Colorado. That's how we do it. You do something else in Colorado. Uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Hey! <laughs>